Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Um, Jim and I are now, we are in Kansas City. It's another another city uh, every day. And we are here uh, for a very special show with, um, with Chelly Wright. Thanks, Margaret. I'm glad to be here with you and Jim. Yeah. And um, so what are we doing today? Now, this is your... Um, this is not your city. I had this idea that you lived here, but you don't. I was born here. Oh, okay. I'm from Kansas City. Yes. And when I was 18, I moved from Kansas City to Nashville. Uh-huh. And lived there 20 plus years, and then I moved to New York City. But this is where all of my family is, and mm-hmm. it's really home for me. It's who I am. Oh, that's wonderful. A f- kind of a farm girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that what this is? Is that what, is it, is it a farm c- country, farm area? Well, the outer lying areas of Kansas City are very much rural and you know, just kind of salt of the earth. However, Kansas City is a really progressive town. Great arts, great hospitals, mm-hmm. uh, great sports. Um, so this is the city, but we could drive for 30 minutes, and I'll take, and you'll be in the country. Yes. Yeah. We, well, what? We, I'm sorry, were you on the Kansas side or the Missouri side? I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh-huh. And raised just across the line in Kansas. Is there like a is there rivalry? Is there is there or is it so close that everybody can't even afford to be yeah. shirty about it? Well, that's a great question, and it's really divided by a river. You know, it's a city. Just it's this. It's just Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, divided by a a river and a street. And people really don't get territorial about the states here. Um, so we all just kind of work together and do our best to make sure people know Kansas City is a great place to be. No, no rivalry. We, we do have to stick together. There aren't that many of us. We cheer. You know what? The only divide in Kansas is whether you are a K-State fan or a KU fan. Oh, right. Wildcats or Jayhawks. Right. So I'm a Jayhawks it's a, fan. And it's a city bonded by barbecue as well, right? Yeah. People who eat meat together stay together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then is there chili here too or is that... No. You know, chili more, I think, is like an Indianapolis thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, have you ever been to the Chili Fest in Indy? Uh, no, but I every every time I, I go, uh, it seems like in the Midwest there's a lot of chili. You know who's, yeah. you know who's yeah. very chili-centric? Uh, Cincinnati. Uh, oh, that's, you they know what? They go nuts. Do you know what? And they will stand up, they will shout loudly, we are, we are chili. You know what? You are correct. It is not Indianapolis. It is Cincinnati. That, that's the Chili Fest is that it? I played. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and they have a big, they shut, a, uh, shut off downtown in Cincinnati, and they just eat loads of chili. And that's another place, too, where it's divided by the river, because yeah, uh, yeah. it's Kentucky, Ohio. Right. So that's right. the same kind of deal as here. How mm-hmm. does Jim know so much? Jim's very smart. I'm a wanderer. I want you. Yeah. Gypsy yes. man. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. you walking the streets of KC today. Yes, yes, I yes. Saw yes. You. Well, what do, we, what do we do? Now, we are here for you, and your... Um, uh, uh, your your project here is we're doing a show and we're benefiting. What is what is this about? What is this about? Um, when I came out of the closet in 2010, mm-hmm. and as a country music singer in commercial country music, that was a it was a big decision for me. And yeah, um, and I did it because I did it very publicly because I wanted to use my public voice and really be a voice not for the community but of the community. Yes, and um, I was very contemplative. Uh, of after I came out, how can I best use my position as a person with a public capital? How, what can I do? And and I wanted to start an LGBT center, um, and I almost started it in Nashville. Mm-hmm. That doesn't they don't have one? Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? That's crazy. And but I was really thoughtful about who am I? Why am I the person that I am? And I'm me because I grew up here in Kansas City and, and in Kansas. And you know we live in a world where it's 
on the coast, certainly it's easier for people like me to be me and for people to support the gay community. But um, there are a lot of young people still today who are having a hard time. And, mm-hmm. and I think a great city like Kansas City needed uh, a brick-and-mortar uh, LGBT center. So I founded the Like Me Lighthouse, and we've been open for two years. And tonight at the Folly Theater, uh, all of the proceeds go to keep the programs and, and things running at the Like Me Lighthouse. That's wonderful. It's really wonderful. It's a great It's a great idea, and it's a really important thing. And I hope that this um, really... Uh, you know, it motivates people to create these centers in their communities because they're really, I think they're essential for the community. They, they should have one everywhere that they're, you know, there's people. Yeah, absolutely. We need a center like, like, like me, like, like me, like that everywhere. Yeah. Um, but this is a great thing because I didn't know that Kansas City didn't have one. Right. And you would think, you know, it's the jewel of the heartland, right? Right. You would I, think I mean, that they you would. You would think that they would. But I'm from San Francisco where we have too many. <laughs> we have too many. Uh, one few. of the best ones out there. <laughs> Is that your hometown? It's, it's my hometown. Francisco? It's what not that there's town. too many, but it's like the... The um, it, there can never be too many, but it, the 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 whole thing about it is that we are so spoiled right. by um, spoiled for choice. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, if you want to go to Gay Pride in San Francisco, you can have your choose. You can choose between um, the tranny march. You could go to uh, Dyke Dyke Night. Take right. women take back the night. Right. You could go to your regular Gay Pride. You could go to um, the big Civic Center one. You could go to the Castro one. I mean, you you, you don't have to limit it. You can go to very specifically what you want. That you it, know, it's an a la carte, yeah. Pride. <laughs> you can really um, specify, and wow. you can be proud very specifically for your own little section. <laughs> right. Um, so here, uh, this is great because we can have um, start to have this. Yeah. But first, a, a center where people can you know put their energy into, put their mind into. Um, I like uh, gay and lesbian centers all over the world because, for me, I use them as um, you know kind of a jumping off point. Um, for you know just beginning things the one i use in los angeles i do a lot of performance there i've done a lot of shooting there um and you know there's all these reasons why it's important it brings young people together with older people um it's about mentoring absolutely absolutely you know and um, we know online forums are great i mean when i realized i was gay i was nine years old and into my teens had i known that i could log on to a computer Mm-hmm. and find other people like me, that would have been magical and would have right. certainly eased a lot of my stress and fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and so online forums are great, but there's something so valuable about, you know, I went into the light, Lighthouse the other day and there was a, a group having their meeting there. The youngest person in the group was 20 and the oldest was 86. Oh, that's great. And that's, you know, that's that connectivity that, that mm-hmm. we really need to have. And that mentorship and community is everything. And and, yeah. and I think the most uh, profound experience I've had with the Lighthouse so far is, you know, there isn't another LGBT center for hours and hours and hours around. Um, I talked to a mother who said I drove my daughter there um, shortly after she came out. And she said, and I've been meeting other gay people, and I know my daughter better now because of hearing other people articulate right. their experiences. Because sometimes when you're 16 and you tell your mom you're gay, it's really hard to find the language to articulate what it's been like for you. Oh, yeah. And so it's, um, you know, the mentoring aspect is a big deal. It's a really big deal. And, um, you know, we, you got to have a softball team. Totally. <laughs> have, to, have to have a softball team. And um, wow. some kind of a cheerleading squad. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, what like a glee club. Yeah, there, there's there's always um, there's different things that I do at the my um, uh, gay and lesbian center. And well, in L.A. now, which is my adopted hometown, 
Um, I go to a singer's workshop there. Um, I've gone to many, many different kinds of meetings and shows there. Right. Um, Because it also has a theater. It's a gorgeous center. The one in L.A.? Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's huge. How many millions of dollars did it take to build... it's a, well, it's a lot, and it, 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 it takes up a lot, and it takes up a lot of energy because it is such a large place. And But, you know, I think that there's also um, homeless outreach. Yeah. There's also um, counseling. There's m- any kind of number of 12-step groups. Right. Um, there are so many things that happen there, um, you know, but it's a really essential part of the community. And so um, it, it, it's like I, I think where we can plug into to get our um, support and we can really feel like there's this there's you got to have a place that you can take for granted <laughs> that's a great point you know that's a great point. i'm like oh i don't want to go there right <laughs> right it's so there it's just right there it's there it's like you know you've got to you've got to have a place that you go no everybody does that so. right that's a good point and i hope that in 20 years the Like Me Lighthouse will still be standing strong and that people will just simply take it for granted. That's the best because then, you know, you see that you they have it. other options. Right. right. You know, um, but it's a very, it's a big, it's a big deal. And so we're, we're putting on a big show tonight and um, you put this all together. So uh, you uh, and I and Jim Short are doing it. And then also our older friend, uh, John Fugelsang. So amazing. Love him. He's so yeah. smart. He's great. He's a, he's a really old friend of ours. I heard so. that you guys have been pals for a long time. Yes. A long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a longer than anyone ever cares to admit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Well, I think I have a slightly longer friendship with Judy Gold. And Judy was supposed to have been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she had a TV opportunity that, well, you know, I get that. She's here in spirit. Yeah, um, she, she's she, certainly done a lot of uh, LGBT work herself. So she has. She certainly has. And I just want to say that when I reached out to you, you didn't even miss a beat. I asked you to come give your like you'd ne- you don't even have a day off for months. I know you guys are touring like crazy. And I just want to make a note that it's not lost on me. Um, and it's not lost on Kansas City what it means that you didn't miss a beat. And you said, I'll be there. It oh. means so much. And well, thank you. I don't have enough words to articulate my my uh, <laughs> level of appreciation. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you. I mean, I mean, I mean, I appreciate being asked because I think it's a really important thing, and this kind of uh, work is really vital to the community, and it's just about our surviving. And you know, someplace like Kansas City, where you don't really feel a sense of, you know. Um, Community. I think it's 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 still it's still there. There's a lot of conservative values here, even sure. though it's a big city. Um, I think a lot of people can still feel very yeah, isolated. And even if it's there is a lot of progressive f- thought, there's still the prevailing. Sure. Uh, you know, well, especially well, inadvertently, you got a lot of press and promotion from one group in Kansas. Oh who yeah, are right, the biggest right. assholes on the planet. <laughs> Um, they the West, wonderful? The Westboro Baptist Church. But they're so Church. great for getting the word out sometimes. Yeah, they really do promote it. They really they do. do promote. the. And it's then weird. You get a lot of response on Twitter yeah. for them. Yeah, so they're picketing us today. Are the they going to show are they up here? or not sure? Um, well, they showed up last time we had an event. And okay. their level of enthusiasm for picketing this event, because you guys are here, just shot through the roof. So, I mean, they kind of picketed us last time, but I, I have no doubt they will be out there in, you know, by, the, al- by <laughs> the twos. <laughs> it's almost like they'll be walking their own red carpet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to go out and go, whose sign are you wearing? <laughs> right. Who's- well, uh, because they were going to pick it in, in St. Louis when we were there 
little while ago, and yeah, the, the bitches didn't show up. They like, come. Think, I think they're lazy. all talk. They're, lazy. they're all they are. Well, they're, they're lazy. They're cowards, is what you know. Honestly, of they're course. cowards. Of yeah, course. they're cowards, and, and they're horrible people. Because not even what they do w- with this, but to 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 picket funerals of fallen soldiers yeah. and children. Yeah. It's it's deplorable. It it, 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 un- absolutely, yeah. and they're horrible, horrible, disgusting people. Yeah. Who and they, they it, give. People, have, I'm sorry, a, faith, they a get, true name, a bad name, a bad name, because I'm I'm a person of faith, and you know many people here in the Kansas City area, like you said, it's the it's the heartland. There are a lot mm-hmm. of conservative people, and although I'm not, wouldn't be considered conservative, my faith is really important to me. And when mm-hmm. a group holds up a sign that says God hates fags, I'm very offended because I don't I don't presume to know what God thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have a moral compass and discernment as a gift from my maker. And they, you know, they, they're really bad for the faith community Absolutely. because not all people of faith, you know, my straight preacher from Monroe, Louisiana officiated my wedding. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so that's, that. those are the people giving faith a good name. And that's the beauty. That's what yeah. you like to hear because yeah. it's so hard with, with religion because so many people use it for the worst yeah. That we forget that there are really truly true Christ like or not Christ like but who who really do the, the good message of Christ. Because sure. none of this hates anyone. That's 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 nowhere. That's somebody else's rubbish that they've put upon it. Yeah. And yeah. they're using the Bible. I to suspect do that. there's a lot of projection yeah. from yeah. these people. Yeah. And I suspect they had very low SAT scores. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun to be picketed by them because it's certainly upping the awareness. Well, they put the, they really put a lot of effort into promoting the event and like really, you know, know. They, they, they make posters and they, you know, make these grand statements and people really get on it. Yeah. And then they, there's more awareness about it, you know, and it's a great, I think it's a great thing. I, I feel too. like they're working covertly for the organization. Yeah, I think they're all going to come out in a few years. I think so. That's what usually happens, right? Because when somebody's that hateful, it is masking something like that. Yeah, who was the guy... Ted Haggard. Ted Haggard. Yeah. Who right. I yeah yeah I uh, I ran in I ran into him and in, well I say that I mean just innocently I ran into him in of all places the men's room at LAX. Oh, <laughs> Did well, he get like, your number? <laughs> he was he was knocking. <laughs> I, I you know when you recognize somebody and you go I know that and then you go oh, it's Ted Haggard. Yeah. Because we just flown in from Denver. Right. Okay. And uh, what a fascinating journey that guy has had and I I believe that. He, I believe, in, deep in his heart, he really thinks that being gay is wrong, so he tries not to be. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's, tr- it's stupid to try to not be who you are. And I, I watched a follow-up interview with him, and I believe it was Piers Morgan or Larry King Live. And even though he's saying, well, I, I still have those feelings, but I don't act on them, I, my heart just spilled open for the guy. It's hard. It's sad. I, yeah. It's when, really sad. When you really believe you're not supposed to be who you are... It's hard. I, I mm. remember being there. I, I was there at age 13 and 14. Though mm-hmm. this is a grown man yeah, afraid of himself. It's terrible. It's really terrible. And it's a bad example to set for other people. And, um, you know, especially clergy, mm-hmm. you know, who they, sure. they, they should know better than to do that. You know, I think it's really dis- irresponsible for, it is. for and, a lot of reasons. And they're, you know, being the spiritual guide for a lot of young people mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. I just know it's how hard. screwed up it made me feel to know that to to be told that I was going to burn in hell. You know? Yeah, and my it's maker terrible. That loved me That's and made hard. Me. Nobody deserves that. No, that, them and and politicians. There was a great documentary on HBO Outraged. a couple of years ago. Out, Outrage, isn't that fantastic? So fantastic about all these politicians and Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. who who are, are putting forth the the most homophobic legislation, and yet 
there's all this evidence about you know yeah. th them basically being gay, mm -hmm. and yet yeah. you know it's so it's so like you know self hating. I'm not a proponent doing. of outing people, right? But the caveat is that if you are using your position to uh, proliferate anti-gay policy or spiritual damage mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. someone, then I say out them all. Yeah, they've sort of given up their right. That's to... That's right. Uh, you know, if you're going to use your power for evil and, mm -hmm. and not good, then yeah. I say we yank them all out of yeah. the club. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, it's complete hypocrisy. It is, and it's dangerous. Yeah. And and uh, the truth always is found out later that they're you know secretly dating their assistant. But um, <laughs> yeah. but I really I'm not into outing just the everyday person. I think it's mean. That's their own. It business. was my biggest yeah. fear in my life mm -hmm. in country music. Mm -hmm. If I had spent. All of the time I worried about being outed. If I'd spent that time writing songs or wow. resting or spending time with my family, I would be a... God only knows what I could have done in my career and in my life had I not been consumed with that fear. Mm -hmm. It's know? hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. Especially because um, you feel like I, I've got to... Um, it's, you've got it's sort of the legacy of what that genre of music is. You sort of have to uphold a lot of archetypes. I think that that sure. is the one place where there still is a lot of um, kind of archetype and um, image. And it, it's very it's very tough. I mean, for anybody in the public eye, right. but certainly if you feel that you're somehow not what you're supposed to be representing. Right. And it's but what's great about you is that you actually totally embody what is the beautiful side of country music and all these different things. So it's a great it's a great th place to be. You right. know, because you're an activist, and also you are also totally country. I and am country. It's beautiful, and <laughs> I, and thanks for you know illuminating that because I felt that that was why I was uniquely positioned in country music mm -hmm. to come out to just give that little added information that. And by the way, I'm gay. You know, I do yeah. happen to support the troops. I've played overseas for the troops a lot. I'm yeah. a person of faith. I really am. You know, I'm just uh, I have values of the heartland, but I also do happen to like. You know, I'm attracted to women, not not anymore, just my wife, um, just one woman. But um, but I, I, that's uh, what I didn't reveal to country fans was I'm secretly not country. I'm secretly gay. I don't believe in God. Right. No, no, you, you are totally you're totally legit and like totally country. And then that gives diversity to the image of what we think of as a, not only a country singer, but as a mom, as a lesbian, mm -hmm. as, you know, the, all these different things, like, we can be all of them. Right. You know, Absolutely. and not lose any part of any of what we are. Yeah. You know, and it's really powerful. It's a really great thing. And I think that um, it's strange that the lesbians haven't been archetyping country music because lesbians love country music. They really do. <laughs> they, they really love do. country music. I mean... I've <laughs> received thousands of letters from female fans that said... I cannot believe you just came out. I've been <clears throat> telling my girlfriend for years that that I thought you were gay. Like yeah, you had gay, they had gaydar or whatever, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which I don't, you know, I, I don't, I can't tell if anyone is gay, but I have a lot of women say, I knew you were. I, I knew you were at that meet and greet when you signed my autograph. And I'm like, how, how would you know that? It's not like I was giving the, you know, the, the eye to anybody. Yeah. Um, I said, well, the handshake or the, whatever. The yeah. secret <laughs> handshake. Um, I said, "Are you sure you weren't just hoping I was?" And they said, "Well, it doesn't matter. You're just gay now. You're just you're ours." <laughs> well, they just are such fans, and they want to claim you in so many ways, or because you represent their emotional life through your music, and right. then they go, "Oh, it's it's even better. She's one of us. Like that's right. that's what I was feeling and what I feel. It legitimizes their 
truth and their emotional life through their music. People are very connected emotionally to your music. You know, it's very emotionally like true and I honest. I think you're right. That's yeah. what it is. They feel connected to the narrative mm-hmm. and and I guess it does make it all the more wonderful if you learn that someone is like you. Yeah. Hence the like me. Like yes. Us. But they connect to the words that you give to suffering and the words that you give to sadness and joy. And it's just mm-hmm. a beautiful, it's a symbiotic relationship that's really perfect. So that's, it's a, it's a great thing because I love country music also. You do? I do. I, I love your music. This. You do? And I love country and I love what you're doing. And I, I love, I love, I love the sounds of country. I mean, I love, I've loved historically, I've loved it, I've loved it, you know, for my entire life, but I've always felt this is a community that wouldn't accept me as being mm-hmm. queer or accept what I do, but mm-hmm. it it does. You know, like That's I, you and I write a country song. Okay. Because, I mean, be you're great. a fantastic songwriter. Thank you. And I'm lucky enough to get up on stage tonight and, and perform a song with yes. you. Yes. And as I was learning the song and dissecting the, um, not just the chord structure, but the way the melody sat against the chords and the way you really cleverly uh, it's a very cleverly written song, but at the heart of it, it is written like a country song. Yes. It really is. It's kind of your country song. Well, but I, I doubt that that would get played on KBEQ in Kansas City. I doubt <laughs> it. Well, I think it's one of those Only things. the title. Yeah, it's one of those things that people are maybe um, kind of, they're, they're, they're shocked by the, the title of it because the song is set, there's such a country structure to it. Yeah, it is. Totally. Um, it's very rootsy. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, out. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> so, so you love like old country, historic country. Like yes. I grew up on Connie Smith, L- Loretta Lynn, Buck Owens. Yeah, Buck mm-hmm. Owens. Because Buck Owens country western Bakersfield. Oh, yeah, Bakersfield. I Did, love. You Buck should Owens. go do the country uh, the uh, Crystal Palace in oh, Bakersfield. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like just book just a straight up Margaret Cho night. I would love I'll bet to. You pack it. I've written with Patty Griffin. <gasps> I've um, wait. Take uh, a moment. Let's okay. take a moment. You should lead with this. You buried the lead. You should, <laughs> before anyone ever t- speaks with you, you should say, hi, nice to meet you, by the way. I've written with Patty Griffin. This is yeah. just a whole new standard. Yeah, she's, okay. she's great. Um, but she and I have written a couple of songs at her home in Austin. I usually record in Texas somewhere. So it's a, it's, um, th- th- that's just my, I don't know, musically it's, it makes sense. But I... Um, it does, yeah. I think uh, country is just the most emotionally expressive form of music and it's the best for women it is because yeah. we can somehow it, it really just is the woman's art form i i feel like my favorites are dolly parton absolutely um did you like katie oslin were you yes like, oh, that 80s ladies record so yes brilliant. so great so, so great. beautiful but tell me about writing with patty well she's an interesting person she she's, is she's really uh g- gorgeous just like just a very um shy person and has a very um you know, it just her voice, you hear it and you just start crying. Yeah. Because it's just do. so plugged into emotion and there's a lot of suffering in that voice, you know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, she just pulls the chords together and she's just like, how about this? And then it's effortless. Yeah. Like it just pours out of her. And the tension in her melody against the chords. Oh, yeah. And her note choices. Like when you hear a Patty Griffin song, you're like, why didn't I think to just drop that? Why why can't I do that when it don't come easy? That song mm-hmm. that's that just so levels beautiful. me. I just end up on the floor every time. It's beautiful, and then but she will build build the tension, and then every chorus it soars, and yeah. then the bridge soars further, right? And then you know roots you back into the the the, the verse, and it's so um, 
genius, but she is very, very, you know, self-deprecating and, you know, kind of like, no, it's not, this right. is, you know, I, I, I mean, it's not that great, but it's so, it's so great. She really just destroys me every time with all of her music and living with so, ghosts yeah. that album that i i listened to that nonstop during my breakdown mm-hmm. which was my breakthrough right when i decided to come out that yeah. album was a big part of my understanding i just had to acquiesce to something inside of me yes and patty griffin and roseanne cash's black cadillac mm-hmm. are two of the albums that got me there yeah so i kind of owe patty griffin my life well, she's really, she's powerful. And I mean, I think, in, um, and Flaming Red, too, is another one, yeah. is, you know, with the song of Tony. Yeah. Which is all about why a center like Like Me should exist. Exactly. You know, it's about gay teen suicide. I just listened to it yesterday. Yeah. And it's a powerful, powerful, powerful song and an important song. And it ma- reminds me that we've got to be working towards something for young people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that we can prevent this happening. And that was her, her song, too to do that and then this is our our event to do that yeah so it's mm-hmm. all connected it's really you're important right. you're right it's really really great that album was she's so ahead of her time too the, yeah the t- that was a, like a decade ago yeah um and you're right you know I, I, we have to really continue to reiterate <laughs> with ourselves that in 10 years there are going to be young people that say you are kidding me gay people couldn't get married what yeah but it takes all of us kind of holding up the progress and pushing along the progress that many of our gay and lesbian friends who have, are 50 and 60 and 70 years old can you imagine what it was like for them to do it in their day to yeah. push the rock up the hill yeah so it's incumbent upon a, a, those of us who have the the voice to mm-hmm. do it and I couldn't be more proud of the Like Me Lighthouse and the work we're doing and um, and I, I thank you again. I know it's going to be it's going to be a great night. I thank you for allowing us to be part of this. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, where can people find out more about the Like Me Lighthouse? They can go to uh, likemelighthouse.org. They can go to my Twitter, my Facebook page. I'm Shelly Wright, C H E L Y W R I G H T, or just simply likeme.org. Mm-hmm. Um, or Google uh, LGBT Center in Kansas City. And they can go there and they can, you know, we, 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 you know, we have a place for you now. So you can go yeah. there also. Um, and um, people can tweet you at Shelly Wright. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can also read all of our tweets back to the, the West, uh, Westboro Baptist Church. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I think we should make a coffee table book. We should print them all out, make a coffee table book. Yeah, we should because it's so... Uh, With pictures of all of us kissing same-sex people. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I love also your whole crew that you've got out here. Everybody's like this supporting and helping out and volunteering. They're really great. We've got a great legion of people, some LGBT folks and a lot of straight allies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's kind of the... I marvel at what the Lighthouse has been able to do so far. Uh, we've got grandmas coming in that you know my son just came or my grandson just came out i want to help and oh that's and, great you know, it speaks to the um that spirit of kansas city where everyone does pitch in and mm-hmm. we're all just it's just one big town one big little town and uh it's a we couldn't do it without the volunteers on the ground yeah. as you they're well really know. yeah they're really they're really great and um they thanks to Val who bought me a big mac Val bought you a Big Mac. She bought me a Big Mac. She's a nice butch. She is. She is a, she is a nice, nice Got me, butch. gave me a ride and got me a Big Mac. <laughs> That's all you really need when it How? comes down to it. That's, <laughs> that, what, what, what are the level of needs on that Maslow chart? A, I know. A ride and a Big Mac. I, I, that, that was really, I mean, um, it was really what I needed. And, and I, I really appreciate that. And I, I mean, it was really, it was great. So I was taking care of the second I got, you know. Wonderful. So the second I left my house. I haven't had a Big Mac 
I haven't had meat since 1999, but I can tell you, I crave the tanginess of that Big Mac sauce. You know how it gets oh, you right yeah. back there? It really does. It's good. It's really good. I miss it, and I have no problem with McDonald's food. No, it's... it's I love it's the all, chicken nuggets, too. It's all kind of... It, it, it's not... I don't know what it is. It's all sort of... Um, it's so homogenized. You know, it's a, you right. know what you're going to get everywhere you go. You can go to the... The McDonald's in Tokyo and get, I mean, although the patties in Tokyo are just a little bit differently colored mm-hmm. than the meat patties here, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but... Maybe there's fish in it. Mac- <laughs> does it? Maybe. I don't know. But McDonald's is really McDonald's no matter where you go. Yeah. So there's that, that weird um, consistency. For better yeah. or worse. Go America. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, so I am excited to do this and thank you so much, Shelley. Thank you. Great to be with you, Jim. You, you are like a Rand McNally. You're like a map guy. Well, when you, you know, and you probably know this too. When you travel around, you go to every town. Yeah, you know, but in I don't and, know. And I, you just said that's north of there and over there and east of that. I never know my directions. I'm never driving. So oh yeah, I, I don't know. know I'm where never I'm driving. I can't drive. Comics will like explore. Well, every, every time I go somewhere too, I want to get out and try and find a bit about the place. Right. Or right. you know, ex- and when you're on foot too. True. But that, but yeah. it, that Which is, I love. That Fine. is the thing about the Midwest, though. People do not know what to do with pedestrians. Like, they, I almost got ran they over. They hit them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they made. There's I, no I, one I walks almost here. got hit. Everyone's I almost got hit running across. Not running across. I was going with the light, with the walk light. So tonight's event could have served as kind of a it, memorial? Well, it could have been a memorial for, for <laughs> the guy that nobody's quite sure who it is. <laughs> I almost I'm, got knocked over by... by but I know who you are, and the audience is about to yeah, really yeah, but fall in love. That, that is the Midwest, though. It's like, like, I know being in Omaha, people actually people actually circled around in their car to throw stuff at me. <laughs> they actually went, oh, there's one, and they went around the block to come back and throw trash at me. There's something about seeing... Someone threw trash at you? Yeah, yeah, in, in Omaha. Not not here, in Ooh. Omaha, many, many years ago. But oh, no, I, I've traveled around everywhere. I love to go to, to places wherever... Like, we were in D.C. last weekend. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we had a, a quick, yeah, it's a nice. quick moment, but I had to get in as much Smithsonian and as much... You know, Ford's theater and everything is. I can never see enough in DC. It's fascinating. Yeah. Same with New York, and that's where I live. Mm -hmm. And there's just always something I need to go see. I love it all. I love it all. But and that's why, as a traveler, you just learn where you you just learn it all and see it all. And that's why you always have a random fact about, like, if somebody tells you where they're from, you go, "Oh, that's where they have the thing," and and they go, "How do you know about all that?" And you just go, "It's the Raspberry Preserves." (laughs) because everywhere has some weird thing like that that they are proud of and it's on their billboards and it's on their things so well we're proud of having you guys tonight yeah thank you kansas city thank you shelly and thank you so much and um we uh you can tweet me at margaret Cho. where can they tweet you at jimmy shelter you can tweet both of us at monsters of talk we are every monday on soundcloud.com and you can subscribe to us on iTunes which is the fastest way I think to get to us um, subscribe to us on iTunes and we love our listeners and we are going to perform a big benefit here for the Like Me Center here in Kansas City and um, we love our listeners and we'll talk to you next time <laughs>